Spellbound is a femtastical, actual play D&D podcast. It follows the adventures of Princess Thea, the human sorceress played by Lydia Miller. Why does everybody else get to know the secret, but I don't? Delalia, the elven ranger played by Kelsey Botwina Caruza. Mm-hmm. See, wouldn't it be better if people were just honest with each other? Felix, the gnome fighter played by Rebecca Munoz. Well, I'm, I'm here to uh, protect and support my friends. And me, your dungeon master, Emma Carter. Welcome back, listeners. I'm not going to lie. I'm feeling a lot better today than I did the day I was editing our last episode. I'm sure you know why. Now, I know we're less than a week away from Thanksgiving. So if you celebrate Thanksgiving, happy holidays in advance. But also, we're still in a pandemic, so I'm just going to throw it out there. Maybe take that into consideration when you're formulating your holiday plans. I just got tested today for free, and I will drop a link in the description for anybody else living in Jackson County, Missouri, who wants to get tested. In more podcast-related news, the Spellcast and I are very excited because we are currently preparing to launch a Patreon. What is a Patreon, you may ask? Basically, Patreon is a great way to financially support the artists and creators you love. For as little as a dollar a month, you can gain access to fun bonus content and consider yourself an official patron of the arts. I can tell you from experience how great it is because I am a patron to other D&D podcasts and creators on Patreon. A lot of the music that you've heard in this podcast was created by Alexander Nakarada of Serpent Sound Studios. Because I donate $5 a month to Alex's Patreon, we get access to so much music and he's constantly making more. We have some very exciting bonus content that we want to share, some exciting goals that we want to work towards. So keep your ears peeled, eyes peeled. Our goal is to launch our Patreon on Cyber Monday. So we'll definitely be sharing more information about that before our next episode comes out. I'm going to let the Spellcast catch you up on what went down last episode. If you just finished episode 21 and you want to skip right into the roleplay, go ahead and jump to 11 minutes into the podcast. I will see you in the story. I might be having a Zoom wedding for me and my cat. You guys are invited. My friend Elise has said that she's going to be the flower girl. I definitely want to go. I definitely everybody want to be else, there. Yeah, a little upset else. that you thought about it first. <laughs> um, no, I'll, be there. I'll bring Lux. He'll be my plus one. Yeah. Okay. Oh my god. Can we? I'll oh, bring yes. Kitty. We're gonna like, need to borrow someone's cat. I'm the odd single person out on this can, one. Yeah, that's your cat. I can always find you a cat if you need a cat. Maybe like I'll be your. I'll cat ask Mandy. Lady. I'll ask Mandy if I can borrow a, a one of her kittens. <gasps> yeah. Do it. Probably latte. They're so cute. Like she makes it so hard. Like I'm just like, hmm. You know, I could just sign a divorce paper and get a cat, but (laughs) and then marry the cat, and then marry the cat. No, the cat. No, I've invested too much time into this. Like, (laughs) (laughs) like Sebastian. Like Sebastian would always joke and say, you know, you can, you know, he's like, you, you know, you could always dump me and get someone else. And I was like, no, you know how long it takes to train. 
a guy. Like I've invested too much time into this. I can't, <laughs> I can't pull out now. I'm invested. This is a bit of project. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> On you guys want to play D and D? Yeah, let's yeah, play D and D. Enough of this real world crap, right? <laughs> so, what happened the last time we were in Spellbound? Priya took me to the bathhouse and got all naked, and it was mm-hmm. it was hot. A lot, yeah, it was good. Yeah, we're going to dinner with my family, um, Leroy and my mommy, and um, we, me and Felix, went to the armory where we saw Syed who is Priya's dad. And mm-hmm. we found out that the sword is like freaking legit. And Syed like wanted to take it. And yeah. that my joke arrows. Yeah. My arrows are hilarious, which is so funny. Like I got burned. <laughs> I, w- I almost wish that they had come out during a battle. Like, so I that know. it would be like, Toot, oh, you know, you know that's <laughs> what I was hoping would happen, but you oh, hadn't man. shot them yet. And I, I just really wanted you to know that, do we think that the sword is the one whispering to you? Yes. We do. It is. You know, we've confirmed that it is, in fact, the sword okay. talking. Also, so, Felix, with his sticky fingers, took a crystal. Felix is a stealer now. A Pittsburgh stealer. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, yeah, uh, Felix had a little adventure of his own with uh, a mysterious child with uh, purple eyes. Um... Dashing has a little crown and vest now. Yes. He has an assortment of outfits, but last we saw, he was wearing a crown and vest. I'm so happy. Yeah. So also, Priya happy. is so fucking... Perfect. She's so Lydia in that, she, of course, she has a bunch of bunny costumes. You know what I mean? I only have two sweaters for my cat. Excuse you. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Actually, I can't talk because my cat has like a bathrobe and some costumes, so it's fine. But Wait, no, he has oh, three. We, I take we it met back. your father. We met your father. Mm-hmm. And he's so sweet and I love him. He is. We were invited to dinner. I was expecting like a stern man, but he's very nice. Yeah, I don't man. know how we're going to bond after this since your family's actually nice. And I thought that we were on the same page with our family. We haven't met my mom yet. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. <laughs> oh, oh, and okay. I think maybe time will have, you know, I think at this point that's where... I'm at because I've done stuff. I can now back up my beliefs and my opinions with some action and I don't need their approval anymore. Oh, look at you. For now. We'll see. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Of course, you would always prefer their approval. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Dashing's staying with Priya and mm-hmm. is, I'm surprised that he's not more into this. Like, she's real cute and she just wants to pet him. Like, I don't think does he not actually like enjoy anything? Maybe that's the deal too. He enjoys being praised for mm. being manly. Mm. Oh yeah, now he's just cute. Now he's cute. I think it's messing oh, with his psyche. Now I have to Google rabbit penis. Why? Because I was think- wondering about it now. Now I'm wondering. I don't think it's gonna be like cat penises. I think it's gonna be a normal penis. How to tell the boys from the girls. It is the pointy pink structure with the round hole in the end poking out of the white fur. God damn it. Uh. (laughs) Uh. Oh! Hey, you need to share that because I don't want it in my search history, but I want to see. (laughs) Where'd you put it? Is it in the... It's not in there yet. There's so many options. I'm just going to give you the whole search. It's not in there yet. Title of your (laughs) sex (laughs) tape. 
I'm going to give you the whole search because there really is a variety. I guess it's like any penis. They're not all the same. Do Ew, Are we allowed to no. use this joke? No. No. Oh, no. Look at it. Oh. <laughs> I mean, we all knew it was going to be horrid, but <laughs> it's bad. There's one with like an infertility issue. Oh, I couldn't look for more than two seconds. Oh, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> so your characters are while you guys are looking up penises. Oh. Uh-huh. Your characters are uh, your characters are in the condo. Thank you. Your You're characters welcome. are in the condo of Baron, Asher, and Priya. Uh, you had just returned back to the condo in time to see Thea get her brand new do. And Asher returned asking you if you were going to join them for dinner and you politely declined telling him that you had a dinner date planned with your parents. And I felt really bad about it. Like, I would have really enjoyed to eat with Asher because I like him as a person and I feel like guilty that he was thinking of entertaining and then I was, and then I deuced out. Like, I I would be sad. Kelsey would be sad if that happened to me. Luckily for Kelsey, Baron was not hoping you would stay for dinner and was very yeah. happy to escort you to the front door. <laughs> yeah. Because it is their Rude. anniversary. So, yeah. So, oh, yeah. we have Thea, Felix, Delelia, and Lorne heading to the dinner party. Is Lorne with you, Delelia? Yeah. He lives there. <laughs> he lives in her cleavage. We washed. Me and Felix washed. washed. That's yes, right. yes, we did wash. Oh, and so did um, so did Ramsels. Yeah. Oh, Ramsels. Ramsels, Ramsels did. So, so he's Ramsels coming is, too. No, Ramsels is staying home. <laughs> Ramsels could did. put a pretty bow on him. Oh, he has a pretty bow, but he's gonna hang out. I think in like that pasture area that uh, that Felix and oh. Delia visited earlier, where the sheep were. He's mm-hmm. gonna just like chill with the other the other yeah. animals of his quadrupedal yeah. <laughs> ilk. His ilk. Uh, his um, ilk. Yeah, no, Felix is, is kind of giving him a night off because, like, it's kind of been pretty action-packed lately. He hasn't exactly been given a chance to kind of just graze and chill, and they did just bite, like, jackalwares. So, like, Ramsels could use a break. He could, he could He could use a little break. That, and it, it's weird to bring a goat to a dinner party. Yeah. Even in gnome culture, that's weird. Gnome culture? Gnome culture, that's weird. Can we <laughs> do that? Make culture a thing. We can do that. So, Delita, you guys are on your way towards your house. You know the way. You know that there's a chance that Thea might see the super big secret on your way there. What do you do? Um, I take her a different way. <laughs> Without saying anything. How far away is this thing? It's not too bad. We have to go, like, underneath of some structures and stuff. There's not a more direct path? Um, you typically, families here are very private uh, oh. and separated. So it's an elf thing. I'm it's sorry. It's an elf I didn't thing. Mean no, to it's. You. I'm used to humans being a little bit insensitive. It's, it's fine. I'm so mad. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do it, though. You make the other person feel like they did something wrong. Oh no! <laughs> Lady is using her powers for evil. Uh-huh. Hey, well, Thea is gonna follow and probably trip 
on these structures that we have to go under. It's I hope you totally don't get dirty. Delirious. Oh, just took a bath. It's fine. We're fine. We're having fun. <laughs> so you're on your way. You take the long way. It's it's a it's a scenic route. You get to see a lot more of a phonethoid princess Thea, maybe more than you ever wanted to see. <laughs> and you Great. arrive at Delalia's home, Delalia or Kelsey. How do you imagine Delalia's home, where her parents and her live? It's relatively large. Like, comparatively to everyone else's, it's toward the larger. It's not ostentatious. Again, everything is basically like a Pinterest page of, like, Rivendell. Um, And it's very clean. And it doesn't... It's It makes a... They make a lot of effort for it to not feel pretentious. But Delalia feels that it's extremely pretentious. So lots of stone. I mean, just like clear. It's like, oh, my mom doesn't listen to this, but my mom has like fucking just like cement countertops. And it's like, it was a choice and it's so edgy and cool, but it's like, it's cement slabs, but it's so earthy. Like that sort of look, you know what I mean? Just like polished cement. Like why? Okay, sure. And so everything, it's just like stained stone and it's, pretty and clean and it looks timeless and it is I mean they designed it for themselves to last forever because theoretically they're going to last forever they're going to become ancestors and they're going to be in this spot for all eternity oh, I love it yeah it's mm. romantic mm. so you uh, you have to go up quite a few flights of stairs because being <laughs> one of the nicer places to live it is closer it is, it's, like a, it's like a penthouse you know you go all the way up to the close to the top floor there's also, an outdoor shower. There's a what? There's an outdoor shower for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, and a patio with yeah. a really great view. So as you are going up, um, Delalia, you knock on the door, I guess. You're standing outside, about to go in. Do you want to say or do anything before you go inside? Well, are you all ready for dinner? I everybody's excited so is, uh, is what i'm wearing yeah, okay. very excited yeah uh, <laughs> they're probably not going to think that highly of you anyway and so the fact that you look great is excellent cool got it mm-hmm. so uh, i i met your dad earlier he seemed pretty nice like oh he's extremely, i mean no offense, yeah. no offense but i mean the way you painted your family before they kind of seemed a little uh yeah, I thought you didn't get along with them. Meaner, and so I mean, mm. I'd well, I as your ma, <laughs> I welcome you all to form your own opinions, and mm. um, remember that uh, prejudice is real. Okay, and then okay. and Delilah looks like really like self righteous when she says that. Um, okay, Mont if. If there's ever a moment where you've had enough and you want to go, just let us know. We'll go. Oh, and I also want to be very clear that this, my life is good. Like, I I recognize that I had a very excellent childhood and upbringing and that my parents are, we disagree on a lot of things, but they have ever, they've always been excellent parents. I've learned, I'm, I am who I am because of them. Okay. 
I'm not, right. yeah, it's not damaging or anything. Don't, we don't have to worry okay. about that. Okay. Just irritating. All right. Knock, okay. knock. <laughs> click, and click. Immediately <laughs> the door opens and it's your father standing on the other side. And he says, I was wondering if you were going to stand outside all day. I just was reading my friends uh, for how to act. How to act here. Ah, well then, come on in. And he steps aside and gestures for you to come into their home. Oh, please remove your shoes. Of course. Oh, please. Um, is gonna sit on the ground because they're very long boots. <laughs> She's are. gonna take. Oh yeah, they me. are. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. They're very tall, so it's gonna take a minute. They're thigh highs, so oop. Um, <laughs> Look what you did, Rebecca. I can't help it. I love that guys. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, uh, Felix is kind of just like taking off his boots. He's not. He's not really comfortable with that. Um, but yeah, he's, he's he's taking them off too. I take, I take um, Lauren's boots off as well. Yep, he does now. What color are they? And the Lee roll gestures to the side where you see. Uh, some some little slippers have been placed for for guests. Although Felix, there there aren't any in your size, and, and even Thea, um, they're a little big on you too. But hmm. Delalia, they'll fit you just fine. Okay. Thea's gonna do like an awkward bow and say thank you and put on her shoes, the the other shoes, not her shoes. The, you know what I mean. Felix is feeling. Thoroughly ridiculous right now. <laughs> He's like, my shoes are off, and I'm wearing slippers that are too big. Like, this is a great day for me. Like, <laughs> He's feeling small. Father, this is um, Thea, Princess Thea, and this is Lorne. Thea's gonna bow again and say, "It's so nice to finally meet you." And uh, Leroy bows his head and he says, "Did you?" mention that she was a princess before? I don't. I don't know. There's a lot to say. <laughs> There's so of many... Of the dwarves. Of the dwarves. No, we should be honest. Honestly. Oh. She's a person. We know that. She's a human. Okay. I said that. Yeah. yeah I told my right. father that she's a mm-hmm. human. Okay. Yes. Um, and he gestures for you to go further in. Um, he gestures towards a large a large table, one of those stained stone tables uh, with some very, very like minimalistic wooden chairs surrounding it. The overall effect is very sleek, but not too, but not too pretentious. Mm -hmm. Like the forks have three tines. So it's like, I love it, but I'm also like, just, they couldn't, they could also not have three tines, guys, you know, but fine. (laughs) So uh, as you cross further into the room, Thea, you you see as Nero goes to pull closed some curtains uh, at, at a very, very large window uh, overlooking a phonotoid. Um, and just you, for the slightest moment, you think you see like something fly across past the window. Uh, but then he closes the windows uh, rather quickly and turns around and smiles at you. Huh. Oh, father, we went the back way. We did? You gave her the tour? That's yep. wonderful. 
Just so you oh. know. Okay. They, she, yep, all of that you saw was all of the tour. Oh, well, thank you. I didn't, I guess I didn't realize it was, I thought you just, oh, okay. Would okay. anyone like orders? And he, he picks up a tray and what's on the tray, Felix? Oh, what were they? Uh, salmon croquettes? What were they? I'm trying to remember what Kelsey said because it sounded delicious. But yes, salmon croquettes and like little, uh, little like uh, breads and cheeses and with fancy sauces, but yeah. minimal. It's it's like minimalistic food, you know, like when food's like broken down. But yeah, very delicious. And he 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 passes the hors d'oeuvres towards the three of you. I take one and feed it to Lorne. <laughs> Felix takes a couple because he's like he knows he's not supposed to tell about the Pegasus thing. And he's just now realizing that Thea doesn't know. And he's trying so hard not to tell. Because he's like, he's very excited about it. Thea's going to take one and try to very delicately stuff it in her mouth. And then realize it's really good. And then stuff it all the way in her mouth and just take a moment <laughs> and enjoy that food. And, um, where, Father, where is Mother? Uh, she is getting ready. She will be here soon. Uh, why don't we show your friends around the up home? Let's do, let's show them around the home. Yes. Uh, over, and then he just starts to like point at random things and he says, like, like he shows you the, the kitchen and he shows you the, the living area and he shows uh, he's you, just like me. <laughs> he shows you a room that has like hanging like a hammock, like those like really like comfy hanging hammocks that looks like it's like a reading nook. And then there's a window in that room too. So he quickly like closes the door to that. Oh, we don't need to go in there. Having he is cleaned. just going to lean really closely to Felix and say, are elves usually this awkward? Is this just an elven thing? You know, honestly, I don't have a whole lot of experience. So I'm going to say, yeah. Okay. I'll just go with it then. Let's just accept that as fact. <laughs> I'm just I'm just like picturing this apartment as like those New York like flats that like you see in the movies that for some reason like a, a newspaper writer can afford like yeah. those really fancy ones that you just it's like exactly. open floor plan but it's just gorgeous yeah and there's like a lot of storage but it's very like not holding very much stuff mm -hmm. <laughs> so, like a, a little cool vase with like a flower in it <laughs> you know <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then he brings you back to where you started and uh, just for, gestures for you to have a seat at the table. And um, he says, I am going to check on your mother. I will be right back. Make yourself at home. And he, he puts a hand on your shoulder to Lelia and gives it a little squeeze. And then he disappears into the back. So this is my childhood home. Um, Very nice. Thank you. Beautiful. We're hiding something from you. We can talk about it after we leave. Me? Yeah. Oh. Is is everything okay? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Is it about the <laughs> windows? Yeah, we're we're hiding a thing that's out the windows from you. So that's it. That's the deal. I'm gonna be just completely honest with you. We're deceiving you. Oh. Well, that really, I feel better. In the most do you guys fun feel way better? possible. Yeah, it's very fun. It's going to be a fun surprise. Yet. 
It's going to be a fun surprise after we leave. Oh, well, th- thank you. For you. You're welcome. Um, and Delalia is like very satisfied that she resolved the situation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I feel like just finally relaxing. Ask, so just don't ask about the windows then, I mm. guess. Yeah, mm. stay away from them. Is don't look that, at them. Is You're that love like it. that long, weird, windy way? Yeah, yes. Okay, okay. Because we didn't want you to see a thing that was outside. Got it. All right. Okay. I can, yeah, I can, I can wait. Mm-hmm. See, think wouldn't we're... it be better if people were just honest with each other? And yeah. as you say that, Delalia, you hear two sets of footsteps coming down the hallway and from <laughs> around. Clip clip. <laughs> <laughs> and from around the corner, you see uh, your father accompanied by your mother, Balistriana. Balastriana. Balastriana. What does Balastriana look like, Kelsey? I have it all written out because you blindsided me by asking for my own personal history last time. Okay. So <laughs> you guys have to make shit up on the spot too. Not today. Um, <laughs> so she has creamy pale skin and sleek deep orange hair and an asymmetrical pixie cut so sort of like you know the the look that is like the non-binary short haircut you know with like Mm -hmm. a dramatic poof but then like um and then um and then she has green eyes she's very tall and athletic like um broad shoulders but um yeah not beefy at all but just like she looks like like Tilda Swinton physically and wears a, yeah mm-hmm. wears a well-tailored ivory suit with a button-down white shirt that's like open up collar excuse me <laughs> right she's pretty hot so is my dad cool and your mother locks eyes with you Delalia. and i reach out my hand and say mother like a handshake awful and she reaches out her hand and she says daughter and she slight quirk of her brow and she gives you a one strong firm handshake and then lets go well shall we eat then oh I'm so sorry um, mother this is uh, my companions we are all equals um, this is Felix um, the adventurer and Princess Thea of Highgard so nice to meet you very nice to meet you okay. and Lord, this is Lauren both me and Felix had a mouthful of food. <laughs> Velastriana looks from you, Delalia, to Felix, and then to Princess Thea. And her gaze lingers on Princess Thea. And she says, A princess. Well, what an honor it is to have you here. Princess Thea and Felix, welcome to our home. Please. Let's sit. She's very brisk with her speech. Um, her voice is a bit stronger, whereas Leroy was a bit is a bit softer in his speech. Uh, Blastriana is projects more and speaks with a bit more confidence. And uh, she speaks with the uh, she speaks as she works because she is a woman who is in charge of others and her line of work. And so she speaks very short and and very clippy in that kind of like this is what we're doing now kind of way, even in our own home. I mean, she's wearing a power suit, so. 
Hot power suit. <laughs> yes. Um, I think that it's fair to say, too, that, like, Lyrol is very um, nurturing, and Velastriana is a little bit more... Um, like, she thinks of her role as a parent. Because with elves, like, you don't need to be parented forever. Mm-hmm. So, like, her role as a parent was to teach and to yeah. instruct and to prepare her offspring to be um, equipped. Hmm. I dig. Mm-hmm. And she pulls out a chair and she has a seat. Uh, actually, uh, Lero pulls out her chair for her. And she has a seat and he pushes it back in. And then he uh, goes over and he begins to grab more plates of food to put on the table. Uh, Delavia, what what sort of meal have they prepared? Because he says, I prepared your favorite. Lelia. Okay. Um, so it's um, di- a bunch of different forest mushrooms, like sautéed. Um, with caramelized onions and um, the kind of Austrian spatzli that are like like this. So they're like ones that you roll out instead of like natural dumplings. And so they're all sautéed together with just like really fresh um, sautéed greens and uh, berries and tomatoes just like sliced with seasoning and some truffle oil on them. Mm. And it smells delicious. Yes. Oh, and I go and help him bring stuff to the table. And he he offers you a small smile. Um, and as you're both kind of serving, there's a moment where he leans over and he uh, just kind of gives you like a little like a little peck on your forehead. And he says, "It's nice to have you back in the home, Delalia. We've really yeah. missed you, haven't we, Bellastriana?" And she says. Your presence or lack of presence was noticed, yes. And Delalius feels that. That's nice. Uh, yeah. Um, and she says the the comforts of travel are not anything like the comforts of home, I will tell you that. Thea says, because she's got food in her face. Yes. <laughs> um Felix uh Turns and like respectfully gestures towards uh, Delalia's mom, and uh, he's like, "So, what uh, exactly do you uh, you you do like during the day? Um, like, uh, what what do you have? Like, what's your duties? Uh, what, what are her duties, duties. Delalia? <laughs> she's so a fighter. She, she's a fighter. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so she is." She's actually a lot like Uncle Roger. Is that his name? Duke Roger, yeah. Duke Roger, Roger, um, in her duties. In that she is, she assists with leadership by offering, like, real-world advice. Because she has been out in the field and she does know and understand, like, how things will affect others. Be an advisor? Um, Like a diplomat advisor? Yeah, so she, my parents in my civilization, here in Afonidhoid, some people lead forever and they are our elders and they are our policymakers and the people that enforce change. And my mother works with them. 
Wow. Wow. That's an important job. Mm -hmm. Quite. Is that a lot of pressure? Only to those who can't handle the pressure. Oh, (laughs) okay. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) You are a princess, Delalia said. What kingdom do you hail from, Princess Thea? You really don't have to call me princess. I don't think I am. If that is your title, then that is what I will call you. Oh, okay. Um, I am from the kingdom of Highgard, but I'm pretty sure I've been banished for the use of magic. (laughs) We actually would like to inquire, Mother, if you... So we received intelligence that um, Princess Thea's mother came here to a phonatoid um, before her birth, possibly while she was pregnant. And she was a magic user, but since her sudden and untimely and undefined death, her father has outlawed all magic in Highgard. Yeah, and then lied to me about the fact that she had magic. It's fine. Yeah, and lied to her forever and made Princess Thea feel like she was broken and something was wrong with her when really all she has is, is a magical being. That's it. But she would have outbursts because it's been squelched down. And, you know, what does one do if one thinks that their body is just expelling bursts of things, you know? And you decided that bringing her to our home would be the best thing to do? Well, we didn't technically bring her here. It was Baron's fault. Also, I I have control of my my magic now. Mm -hmm. You're an elf. Venus, um, uh, ma'am. Thea is pink. Maybe ma'am. Ma'am will um, do. <laughs> Thea is very pink. Um, I, I, I have um, practiced. We, we visited um, people who could help us <laughs> practice. And I'm better now. No more yes. outbursts. It's, of Fix course, it. it's a journey, but she... She now has at least control over. She's been a great. Oh, God. So the other thing that's really huge and important <laughs> is that um, she's, she's straight faced through this whole thing. Just like yeah. deadpan. Um, we went to Silvale and it has been destroyed and no one is alive there anymore. <laughs> Drop <Hey>. that one. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I forgot to mention that like right away. But Silvale is gone. I, the, all of the people were murdered there. Killed all the way. Dead. Yeah, like burned alive. Burned murdered. alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's that... a thing. There's a whole thing with the gods, with the pantheon, and I happen to be carrying one of them inside of me. So anyway, this is very good. And Dad, these I, croquettes are lovely. The croquettes so are really wow. nice. Never had a croquette quite like it before. No. What wine did you use in this? Silence. We're in trouble now. I feel like we're about to put a time out. My looking- mom is so scary. My mom is like if my actual mom and me had a scary baby. <laughs> <laughs> you expect me to believe that in the short time you have spent away from our home that you have met a magical princess traveled to a hidden elven 
village. That village is destroyed and you are carrying the seed of a god inside yourself. I don't expect anything from you, mother. I didn't come here because I needed your help. I came here, well, first of all, because like I said, Baron asked us to. And I thought it was important that you, as a leader of this community, know what's going on. That's it. And Leroy kind of leans forward and he says, and we appreciate, and he looks at Celestriana while he says this, and we appreciate that Delalia has chosen to share this information with us that she feels comfortable, he looks back at you, Delalia, being honest with us. Isn't that right, darling? And Celestriana, she's she's staring right at you, Delalia. Your mom has one of those just un, unbreakable gazes. When she looks at someone, it's hard to even move because mm-hmm. she's so very intense. I know exactly, like, it's hard to look at it, but if you look away, then you have been defeated. Exactly. And so Delalia has not looked away and has barely blinked and her face is hot and, but she is like, she hasn't, she feels like she hasn't breathed, but she has, she's fine and she is standing her ground. Do you have any proof of the claims that you make here today? I take my glove off and I show her my hand. And Thea and Felix have not seen this yet. Felix caught a glimpse of it last session. Thea, you have not mm-hmm. seen this. In the palm of, well, actually, what you see is um, you know that Delavia took the god seed into her hand, but you have not seen that uh, Delavia's fingers all the way to the second knuckle on her on her god seed hand have turned green and the texture is is not of skin texture it looks kind of earthy naturey and in the center of her palm you can still see like the symbol that little outline of the seed and then it's radiating a green light you didn't tell me it had spread well there's not really anything we can do about it until we get there are you okay it, maybe i can heal you it works and while you're saying this, Balestriana stands, Delalia, and she travels over closer to you because it's a pretty big table, unnecessarily mm-hmm. big, unnecessarily large. Yep. And she <laughs> she grabs That'll your live sex tape. Uh, oh, <laughs> yes, it is. That is the title. <laughs> um, and um, she crosses over to you, Delalia, and she takes your wrist firmly. Not violently, but firmly. She's a firm grip. Mm-hmm. And she examines your hand. And she says, Delalia, what did you do? Well, it seems that I have received the goddess Gildora. Do not joke with me. This is serious. What have you done? That's and it. Beryl's trying to step in. He says, darling. And she says, no. What is this? The goddess Gildora planted her god seed in my hand. What? Thea stands up and says, what do you mean, what is this? You should be proud of her. She saved all of our lives over do and over again. Do not speak to me now. Do not speak to her in that manner. I will not stand by and listen to you speak to the woman who has saved my life countless times. We would have died. 
if she hadn't Delalia, silence your friend. This is my home. I will not be spoken to by an outsider in such a way. And Felix steps in and, and just kind of gently touches Thea's arm and just gestures, just calm, you know, Mother, if calm you down, want the you truth, know, just... the truth is being told to you by all three of us. Thea, thank you. It's... Thea sits down, she's red and she's sorry. It doesn't do any good to be aggressive and to make me feel ashamed. I'm not. I am doing what needs to be done. You expect me to believe that a god has put some magic inside of you. I don't expect anything of you, Mother. That's the information I have for you. Do we have anything else? Am I missing something? Oh, uh, Thea's brother was also turned into a rabbit. But we didn't didn't, bring him. He's at Baron's house because... He's, He's really worse. awful, annoying. He's the crown prince of High Guard. She lets go of your hand, and it doesn't seem like she's listening to this part about dashing. And she goes back to her seat and sits down. And again, uh, Lyrol, Lyrol leans forward a bit, and he says, Perhaps you could give us a little bit more information on how you happened to make contact with this goddess. Did your friends also see her? Yes. Yes, we did. We went to Kildora's temple to rescue Thea's brother, who was captured by a couple of jackalwares from Highguard. Um, They were were led by the druid Tarwater. Do you know Tarwater? Uh, they, uh, he shrugs his shoulders and Belastriana gives a curt nod to me. No. Okay. Um, so we did see Wahea and they told us. <laughs> your about- mom, your mom does that. <laughs> yep. And they told us about, um, Tarwater because we were looking for Thea's brother dashing. Yeah. That's his real name. And I roll my eyes and I, I would like to think that my mom also rolls her eyes in the same way, like fucking humans, right? But like, yeah, so we both roll our eyes and almost like have a small little like chuckle, but then we move on because we're mad. So, um, (laughs) but yeah, and I say, so we went to go, we were trying to save Dashing. We had to get any information and Wahea pointed out that the forest is starting to decay. It's dying and they didn't really know what the solution was or what the problem was but said that maybe we could find based on some dreams that we had all had dashing in of course right because whatever just we had some dreams and they brought us to silvale we got there we found tarwater who is someone that wahea said would be there and he was the only other living person and i once i had the seed in me understood and saw visions of all of the people of Silvale being murdered within chambers of Kildora's temple by this druid Tarwater. It was awful. It was really bad. And I think your dad uh, uh, reaches over and puts a hand on, on your hand. Everybody, and children, kind of holds your God hand. the elders, the all of them, mother, all of them died. If the ancient civilization of Silvale got wiped out by 
whatever this is, then I absolutely have to do everything I can to stop it. And she's quiet for a moment. And she says, this is what you want to do. Yes. What is your plan? What we have to do. I wasn't talking to you. She's not very nice to you. (laughs) She's not. Okay. We'll get there in a second. Um, I, I do not want to suffer. And I don't want those people to have suffered. And I don't want Felix to have to suffer. And I don't want Thea to have to suffer. But I think that a lot of people have been because of this. And a lot more people will be if we don't resolve this issue. So yes, I absolutely want to stop it. What is your plan, Delalia? You, <laughs> I know you have a fondness for these, this high guard, and she looks at you again, Thea, and the people who live there. And and your father steps in and he says, Lelia has always had a, a big heart. And both Triana says, I know, but. Delalia, you must understand that you sound, this sounds like a fairy tale. I think it would be nice to have the support and understanding of generations upon generations of the people that went before me. If there was anything that you or the elders were able to share that could help us on this, we would appreciate it. If you're not willing to, I'm not going to sit and let you be abusive to my friend, Princess Thea. I'm not going to have you be cruel to me. There's no point. I've shared the information to you. I have educated you much as you have educated me my entire life. And I lay that at your feet and you are able to do with it what you want, much as I have done with what you have given me. That is it. And your father says, what I think your mother would like to say but doesn't feel comfortable saying is that we worried about you while you were gone. We worried that something bad might happen to you. And sometimes when people are scared and your mother, she kind of narrows her eyes at your father. um, He says, sometimes when people are worried, they don't know how to express it. Please understand. And then she cuts him off and she says, All right, Delalia, you are an adult. I cannot tell you what to do. You make your own choices now. But I was hoping that you would choose your people, that you would choose your home. But if this is what you choose, then tell me, what do you intend to do? What do you intend to do with this princess and this god seed and this did you say there was a, a a boy had been turned into a rabbit? Yeah, I don't want to do anything for him. Um, the god seed has to be planted. And according to the goddess Kildora, I will know when we get to it. And she would not and could not give me any more information than that. So we will continue. Again, if you have any insight, I would love to hear it. The temple had been so corrupted that there was really nothing that even she could do to resolve it. 
the best thing she could see in that situation was to give your very capable daughter the last remaining seed of her to build her a new temple somewhere else that was safer and no longer corrupted by whatever it is that's poisoning this forest. We've seen what it can do out there. It's poisoning things. It's creating blights and things that have corrupted good people into doing terrible things. The rivers are spoiling. Things are dying. And when you say the rivers are spoiling, your father and mother exchange a look. And I honestly think that if what you say, that you want me to choose my people, there will be no more people to choose if this forest dies. And your father steps in and says, so your, your mission is to plant this seed where? We don't know yet. Um, so have you all been, have you been to Silvale? No, and, and your mother shakes her head and she says, the Sylvans are very private people. Were. We're very private people. And she softens a little bit. And she says, I apologize for how I treated you. And she was looking at you, Thea. I apologize for how I treated you a moment ago, Princess Thea. I apologize for how I treated you, especially in your own home. Thank you. Um, and she continues and she says, what is the purpose of this seed? So that's why I asked. In Silvale, Kildora's temple is within an, a giant tree w- embedded within its roots and up inside of it. I think I need to plant the seed so that a new tree can grow and a new temple can be built. She receives this information and nods and then says, right. Well, then you must plant it here. Surely there is no safer place in this forest than a phonotoid. Particularly if this tree is somehow connected to the goddess Kildora, as you told us it was. There can be no safer place than our own home. It isn't here. Uh, She starts to speak and your father steps it again and he says, perhaps we should let Delelia decide for herself where she wants to plant this God seed. And your mother says, no, Delelia, if your story is true, if the Sylvia, If the people of Silvale have perished in the way you have described, then this is a very important, this is a very important mission. And this is a very important treasure that you carry. And surely the goddess would want you to plant it in the forest of Mayril, where we can protect it from the outside world. She said I would know when I got there. And this is not, I do not know. I also think that there is, from what I understand, as we mentioned, um, quite a lot of blight and poison, and it has to be removed first. And I think that that will require some destruction. It will not be happily done, but 
there are some things poisoning this forest and the world and hurting people like Thea and her family that we have to stop. And until those are stopped, there will not be a safe place for the goddess Kildora. Perhaps we can bring this up to the council then. I Maybe think that's a good idea. Order a recon- reconnaissance team to investigate Sylvale. Not that I don't trust you, but this is something I would like to see for myself. Also, just so you know, to get into Sylvale, you have to cross a river and answer riddles given to you by the god Pax. Is really, really irritating. It's really irritating. So let your reconnaissance crew know that so that they are prepared. Other than that, I don't have any other. We followed the goddess there herself in her wolf form. She led us there through our dreams, and we have since then had other dreams that have helped us on our way. Your father is still holding your hand, Delalia, and he squeezes it and he says, It sounds like you have found your path, Lelia. And Delalia just smiles and a tear comes, just goes down her face. Like she's not red from crying. She's just, there it is. And your mother says, this is helpful information. Thank you, Delalia. Ah. Would anybody like more mushrooms? Hello, listeners. This is your DM, Emma Carter. As always, I'd like to take a moment to thank you, the listener, for pressing play. Also, I want to give a big shout out and thank you to Ryan Botwinikaruza, our friend, and guest voice actor for this episode. Yes, Ryan is married to Kelsey, and Kelsey and I play a TTRPG with Ryan on Sundays over at Ghostlight KC on Twitch. You've probably heard me mention it before, Ghostlight Gamers. We are currently playing a campaign called Childish Things, a threadbare RPG. I'll be totally transparent with you. I introduced a character during this session and I forgot Delalia could talk to animals, so I was not prepared for having a conversation with this character. And it was just kind of dumb, silly improv on my part. So halfway through, we thought it would be more fun to have Ryan go back and do a voiceover for this character and improvise some fun bits. So that's what you're about to hear. You can follow Ryan on his Twitch channel, at Haruzard underscore, that's at H-R-U-Z-A-R-D underscore, or on Twitter and Instagram, at Haruzard no underscore. Don't worry, I'll post his handles in the episode description. He actually recorded this voiceover while doing his stream, so if that sounds intriguing to you, you should head on over to Ryan's Twitch stream and subscribe. All right, let's get back to our heroes. Would anybody like more mushrooms? 
Oh, yes, please. And there's a moment where you all can breathe as, as like the, the food gets passed around again. And I think Lauren peeks his head out and like snatches up a mushroom and then goes back into your doublet, mm-hmm. Delalia. He is going to pipe up. I would just like to say I am sorry for losing my temper. I think it is especially hard for me to hear parents disapprove of their children. I I know what it's like to have the person that you love most in the world treat you as if they are embarrassed of you. Maybe it does come from fear, but I hope that you know that Delalia is capable. She and Felix are my best friends in the world, and they are the most incredible people I have ever met. And it is far easier to sit in a place of power and judge others than it is to go off on your own. That takes real courage, especially when you know that the people that you love may not agree with you. And Balestriana is silent, um, but Leroy uh, turns to you, Princess Thea, and he says, well said, princess. And Galilea pats Thea on her leg like a thank you. And then Balastriana looks to you again, Princess Thea, and she says, I am sorry to hear of the passing of your mother. Thank you. You knew her? Did you know her, mother? Uh, no. She came here. Uh, when? How old are you, Thea? I'm 16. Maybe 17 years ago. (laughs) I know you know. I mean, obviously you're being secretive, but... It would have been 10 years ago. Oh. She died when I was about six. Oh. And maybe other times previously to that. I don't know. We don't know anything about her. Roll an insight check, Delelia. Or or everyone. Roll an insight check. <laughs> yeah, 15 for Delelia, <laughs> 9 for Thea, 5 for Felix. I don't know shit. Pimp's <laughs> just widow. That's okay. <laughs> So, Delalia, uh, like you just said, you can tell your mother is trying to be secretive. Mm -hmm. Um, She says, you are correct. Afonidhoid was visited by the Queen of Highgard ten years ago. And some time before that, I did not speak with her personally, but I may have been in the room where it happened. Oh. <laughs> um, what? Why was she here? For what purpose? Well, uh, you might know this princess. I would think you would, but some time ago, not too long ago, Queen Jophael traveled to a Fonithoid, was able to find us somehow she claimed to have a, a connection to the goddess Astraea, and she presented herself as a representative of Highgard. She wished to broker a peace between our people so that the people of Highgard might use the forest to hunt for game, to find 
tinder and materials for building their homes. And although, of course, we would rather that not happen, we came to an agreement in which, and when I say we, I mean the council and those present came to an agreement that Alphonid Hoyd would allow the people of Highgard to utilize a percentage of the forest closest to their kingdom. But in return, they would leave us alone and that our kingdoms would stay separate. That was the original agreement. Alphonid Hoyd did not want the people of Highgard coming to visit us. And we did not want our citizens involving themselves with the kingdom of Highgard. We did not want to draw any unwanted attention, and she gives you a meaningful look, Galalia, to a phone at Hoyd for multiple reasons. So what happened? I mean, she... I don't think she came back. Uh, um... She, she did. She did come back. Once. What happened the second time? Both of your parents shift uncomfortably. Are, and, are we responsible for the death of Queen Jophiel? No. Your mother says that, like, firmly and, and clearly. No. I did not even know that she had passed. She came to us 10 years ago. Another unexpected visit. Bringing a similar message to the one you bring us now. Wait, you knew? Which message? The one about Silvale and about the forest dying? She claimed that there was something happening outside of the borders of Afonatoid. She did not seem to know the details, but asked that we take up arms and, and fight you? with her. Did you? Did you help her? No. You mean you mean you just let her go out on her own and get was she, killed? Was she alone? She was alone when she presented herself here. And we we agreed when she first visited that our kingdoms would stay separate. We never agreed to fight on behalf of Highgard for any war. But it wasn't on behalf of Highgard. It was on behalf of the forest. The, this evil, this rot is contaminating the forest. And it's you expect me to plant Fildora's seed here? This would still be the safest spot for it, Delelia. Safe in a place that in a place that won't help the rest of the world when it's in danger, a place that keeps to itself yeah. and hoards all of its magic and its protection. How were we supposed to know that she was telling the truth? You could have believed her. She was a good woman. And in that moment, Balestriana actually looks away from Thea. She's the first to look away. Wow. And then she looks back at Delavia and her, her gaze is a little bit more steely and she says, 
the council reached a decision. The council decided that it was in the best interest of a phonetoid not to follow a practical stranger claiming that there was some dark magic at work in an unknown area of the forest to which we are not regularly privy. The well, council made a decision. You, I'm glad that you're able to see that the council made a mistake. Thea is looking directly into her eyeballs, into Velastriana's eyeballs as Delilia says that. Mother, we did not come here to fight you. And I knew, I've known my entire life that this, that you are not willing, that the council is not willing to help and to lead. And I accept that. If you have a change of heart, we will gladly take assistance. And I hope that you do, because if you don't have a change of heart, it might mean the end of a phonetoid. We always take action that is in the best interest of a phonetoid. If what you say is true and there is something poisoning the forest, then we will send representatives. We will send foot soldiers. What's the word? Scouts? Is that the word you're... Thank you. <laughs> we will send scouts. If what you've said is true, we will send scouts to Silvale and we will take immediate measures to ensure that whatever poison is seeping out of Silvale does not reach a phonet void or the rest of Mayril. What about beyond Mayril? That's what we're going to take care of. Thank you. <laughs> and then uh, your father uh, stands up and he says, would anybody like dessert? Dessert sounds fantastic. Wonderful. And he starts to clear the table. <laughs> and I help him. And yeah. what Yeah, needs have- to do something with her hands. So oh, she's going to take those out of Delalia's hands and go help with dishes. Mm-hmm. And so Balestriana and Felix are the only two left sitting at the table. And she's just <laughs> sitting at the head of the table. Felix, Felix is her. like this big. <laughs> and she, I think Felix, you were like, I imagine that Balestriana and Delalia were on like the opposite ends of the table, like the two head of the table faces. <laughs> and so now Balestriana is just sitting at the head of one of the table with her like hands and a little, uh, like a little, uh, what, what's, you know, where you put your hands together and like a triangle. Oh, her, her fingers are steepled together. So her, her hands are steepled and she's sitting at the table lost in thought. And then her gaze falls on Felix. Uh, uh, and like throughout this entire ordeal, Felix has kind of just been trying to keep quiet and out of the way with this because like he doesn't understand this, like this, this society. And he's, he's trying to get the information and like, also trying to keep Thea from, you know, blowing something up. Uh, <laughs> he would have helped with the dishes, but he's kind of short. And I'm imagining his chair probably has a couple of cushions on it. So it's probably hard enough for him to get out of the chair. But to get back into the chair again, he's kind of not eager to do that. And so he's just kind of sitting there, like, taking all this in. And, like, he feels her eyes on her and uh, her eyes on him. And uh, he's just... Just kind of stewing, just like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> and so Balestriana says, and you, what is your part in all of this? Um, 
I'm, uh, well, I'm, I'm here to uh, protect and support my friends. Is that all I can do? I don't have magic. So uh, that's, that's, that's the extent. And if that's as much as I can do, well, then that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> and Delalia yells from like, from the kitchen region. It's obviously super open concept, but show her the sword. Hey. Um, uh, can we take a moment to acknowledge Lydia and Yas? <laughs> yeah, Yas is just part of it now. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to get a screenshot of it. Sometimes we do catch her bat <laughs> Oh, smile. I'm going to take a screenshot. Smile. Yas. Good boy. Awesome. <laughs> he did such a good job. I'm going to share that with you guys. Um, and Felix just kind of, <laughs> he looks, he looks towards the kitchen where it's, <laughs> that came from and he's just kind of like no okay <laughs> and, uh he he kind of awkwardly because like again he's sitting and so he he kind of pulls out the sword and then just like kind of holds it out to her she's a little ways away so he, he kind of presents it as as nobly as he can across the dinner table bring it closer okay <laughs> Um, and, uh, so Felix, uh, hops out of the chair and, um, brings the, the, the sword towards her. And, uh, as he gets closer, he's getting a little more nervous because like, you know, when you get closer to something taller, it gets taller. And so, uh, and he's just kind of feeling really small and just kind of holds up the sword, just like, um, this is silver tongue. It belonged to Pax at one point. Um, I won it. In a game of riddles. Ah, and she she takes it, Felix. She she lifts it and, and and inspects it, holding it in one hand. Because you're right, she's taller than you, so she really can hold this sword pretty easily in one hand. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a nice weight to it. You said you. Wait a minute. You also met the god Pax. Yeah. How many gods have my children and? Uh, and she just hands it back to you, kind of exasperated, Felix. It is a beautiful sword. <laughs> Whether it comes from a god or not, I do not know, but congratulations on your prize. Thank you. you she didn't really look very hard at it, you can tell. <laughs> yeah. like she kind of just like weighed it in her hand and then just handed it back yeah. to you. She seems like she's still kind of a little preoccupied. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and he, he doesn't take that personally. Like, he completely understands. And, um, um, uh, it, since he's closer to her, um, he's feeling just a teeny bit braver. Uh, and he's going to say, um, uh, Lady Balstra, uh, how do you say it? Balastriana. Balastriana. Lady Balastriana. Like I'm going to blast you with my name. <laughs> Rihanna. How I think about it. <laughs> he is so much, or Felix is so much smoother than Thea. Lady <laughs> Balastriana. Not your yeah. uh, Lady Balastriana. She should know it. She wasn't a very good princess. That's true. She probably, That's didn't, true. She probably didn't engage in a lot of social activities despite being a princess. That's true. Um, Lady Balastriana, I know a lot of what your daughter said is a little hard to accept. It's all a little far fetched, but like you said, it, it's it does sound like a fairy tale, but. Even fairy tales have a ring of truth to them. And your daughter is smart and capable. And 
she knows what she's doing, even if she doesn't act like it. And I, I know you only want what's best for her, Lydia. I, <laughs> um, I know you want to protect her and what's best for her, but she knows that. And I promise you, I will do everything in my power to keep her safe, even if it's just a sword. And bless Brianna regards you, Felix. And she says, well, that's good to hear, Sir Felix. I am glad that my daughter has chosen your company and Princess Thea's. Ooh, that was a <laughs> begrudging. <laughs> um, but you could tell she really means it. Yeah. And uh, Felix is a uh, going to go walk back to his chair <laughs> that long walk and down he, the table <laughs> yeah and then he has to get back in the chair yeah, he has to climb back in the chair just silence and he's just like <laughs> yeah pretty <laughs> much like, trying to get up it like, <laughs> <laughs> i think this is uh i think it's about this time that thea and delalia and uh lyra will come back lee will come back with with dessert and what is for dessert lydia me? Yeah. What's for dessert in a phonotoy tonight? Ooh, a pot de creme. This is a Ooh. recipe from my my oh. C store. Um, it's basically it's like between pudding and mousse, but it's so chocolate. Good. It's coffee and chocolate and eggs, and you take it's custard. But, yeah, you make a custard, um, but it's chocolate custard. Real good. And she put old. coffee to make it richer. Mm. Yes, yeah, so she would take old coffee. You, well, you it's you have to get that coffee hot. That's what melts everything and cooks the eggs. Uh, I've always wanted to try one of those. So special. I will make them for you because she I taught can't. me how. Because oh, the eggs. Hey. You I can make me one. Way to do it. I made vegan ones with tofu. They were really good. Oh, I can <sighs> do that. I love tofu. Yeah, what I made them for Heidi's bachelorette party. Mm. And that's what is presented in front of everybody now. And I think there's a little, like, like there's a little sprig of, like, a raspberry with a little bit of the greenery still on it, like, just as garnish, mm. too. Yum. Definitely. <sighs> and it's delicious. <laughs> what what has happened here? Father, mother, is everything well? Has Have there been any changes? Oh, yes. Everything is well, your father responds. Same old, same old. Nothing quite as adventurous as what you've been up to with your friends. <laughs> and Belastriana says, How long do you plan to stay with us, Delalia? Must you be leaving soon? I, yes, we'll leave at first flight if we may stay the evening. Of course. When you have completed your mission, Will you be coming home? I don't know. I don't know who I will be or if I will be then. All right. And she takes a bite of custard and is quiet. There's like a little like of like silverware on yeah. ceramic and Thea's just kind of pushing around the last few crumbs or whatever, I guess. 
There, there can be some crumbs in there. There was a little bit of a crust or something. A little graham cracker crust. Little, sure. little, little, little coffee grounds. There it is. Coffee grounds. <laughs> and I think um, Lauren pops out of your doublet again, Delalia, and he's like licking, licking your pot of creme. He, he mm. wants, actually, he's like, <laughs> he wants you to give him a bite. Yeah, I give him a bite off my spoon. Like I'm that person. You're gonna. I have that pet. You're gonna. You're gonna spoil that dragon. <laughs> well, he spoils me. <laughs> me. 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 Ew. <laughs> and you have a dragon. Uh-huh. Well, yes, I do. He does belong to someone else, but that's sort of a side mission. <laughs> um, <laughs> you decided he was your familiar now. He is. But he does still belong to someone, Thea. Like he does. Remember that wizard? Yeah, but also so, you, can't, you can't just take things that don't belong to you. Like, but also, um, Lauren, I want you Felix. to understand. <laughs> says Felix. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> hey, y'all um, don't know. Y'all don't know about that. Y'all don't know. <laughs> no, you, oh. Felix says that. Yeah, he's he's judging that you. No, Felix. Felix does that, and then immediately is just like, oh. <laughs> Passes away. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, and the sword, sword whispers to him like, <laughs> I was not trying to insinuate that you take someone else's pet. I just didn't know if Lorne would want to stay with Delalia or go back to his wizard. And I look at Lorne and I say, ultimately, it is your choice, Lorne. If we get back to your dad, we will obviously respectfully say goodbye if that's what you like but you know you are your own dragon you don't have to just be owned by someone and he he nods like of course i know that and then he goes back into eating your custard nuzzled in her cleavage why would you ever want to leave chocolate and boobs i just i don't know (laughs) colonel plucker Fastly chocolate boobs. <laughs> well, it sounds like you have your hands full. I and surely boobs. wish you the best, you and your companions, on your mission. Should there be anything that your father or I can help you with, please do not hesitate to ask. Thank you, Mother. It means a lot. And for the record, I am sorry that. Your mother died, Princess Thea. I, that was an unforeseen tragedy. And I regret that we were in some ways partially responsible. Thank you. I understand. I can't imagine having to weigh your people's safety like that. I I know it must have been a very difficult decision. Please understand that my personal feelings about this are just that. And I I can appreciate that and I have only respect for you and your people. Thank you. And I will say that you might be asked to make a similar decision sometime in your life. 
You are a princess, and I am assuming will one day be the queen of Highgard. Perhaps not. Perhaps the queen of some other kingdom. Regardless, you will be called upon to be a ruler at some point in time, Princess Thea, and you will be asked to make hard decisions. I would, I would keep that in mind as you go forward in this journey. I will. Thank you. And Belastriana nods her head, short nod, and she stands up and she says, good night. And she exits the room. Night. <laughs> night, mother. Left. <laughs> exit stage left. Exit stage left. followed by the <laughs> So are we, are we staying here tonight or are we going back to your, co- your cousins? I think we should leave them to it. It's their anniversary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> um, your father someday, princess. <laughs> that was that Thea sighing. That was Thea sighing. <laughs> someday, sparkles. Just be patient. <laughs> and you say that, Felix, and suddenly there's a knock on the door. Oh my! I go get it. <laughs> Priya's standing on the other side of the door. Who is Priya? Priya is standing on the other side of the door. And is she's Priya holding for Priyanka. Sure. I love that. I love that. I'm writing it. It's canon now. If I remember right, Priya means treasured. I think it does. And she is treasured by me. <laughs> and she's she holding a treasure. little mug. She does make treasure. And she's holding a little mug of tea. Oh. What are you? What are I thought? It was hi. <laughs> I I hope I'm not interrupting, but I I wanted to share um I wanted to share my tea with Thea. Remember, Thank you. A- Asher made us all these really special teas, and I told you that you could have some of mine. And then I didn't want to interrupt your dinner, but I figured by now you'd probably done since you're visiting Blustriana and Leroy, and you know they don't really talk all that much. And I figured that you're probably going to implode in some way. So here is some tea. Or you? That was. Is so it going thoughtful. to do something, Priya? Priya? This is Asher's sweet dream tea, mm. and it will ensure that the former princess Thea has sweet dreams tonight. Oh, that's, that's so sweet. kind. That's very sweet of you. <laughs> and we thought we would stay here so that you all could have enjoy your anniversary this evening in peace. <laughs> Thank you, and she grins. Um, and we'll be back to collect the animals in the morning. Oh, that's right. Um, and she, uh, she like looks behind her. And what did he do? Out from like behind her, hops Prince Dashing in his little, oh. in his little crown and his jacket, looking very grumpy. We can take him if we need to. He I'll take him. Didn't want to stay. Um, <laughs> he's feeling a little bit self-conscious i can hear you <laughs> I'm, I'm not an actual bunny i i have huge ears i can hear everything you're saying stop talking like i'm not here i I'll think that he you. would feel safer sleeping with you guys tonight that's a good idea <laughs> so well, she, thank you she so much and she hands him to you thea and all of the sexual impulses are gone <laughs> <laughs> you gotta Mother, look at, at this it. bunny Oh, that is a, a quite a beautiful little bunny rabbit. Oh, what a cute outfit. 
This is Thea's brother, the prince, the crown prince dashing. He's been <laughs> cursed. He's usually a human. Oh, yeah. yes, yes. And he nods. Dashing and talk. You... Dashing talk. Dashing glares at you. <laughs> dashing. He's, it's, guys, he's had a long day. Make him talk. Him... My dad thinks I'm being stupid. He's, he's, dashing. Can you just, I don't know, call me an idiot or something? <laughs> I tickle him. Dad, no, stop. I don't like that. Stop it. Ugh. I'm, you know, delayed. You're an idiot. Oh, okay. There he goes. All right. Well, oh, it is a talking rabbit. Yeah, yeah, it's her brother. It's oh. literally Crown Prince dashing. How did he turn into a rabbit? That would be the goddess Kildora. Oh, the goddess Kildora did it. Yeah. Oh, you, I see. Um, she said he could fix it. Somehow. I think it's an attitude adjustment. I think you might be right. Priya, thank you so much for the tea and, and for bringing my brother. And I hope you have a lovely anniversary. Thank you, princess. And she reaches out. Um, she can't take your hand because you're holding two things. So she reaches out and she uh, puts a hand on your cheek. <laughs> and she says, thank you for letting me get to know you. and." put silly outfits on your brother bunny and it was just really nice spending the evening with you i hope you have <laughs> sweet dreams oh i will <laughs> bye oh, thank you bye cousin oh and bye felix bye priya and she she skips away i like her she's cute she's cute oh. <laughs> let's go for it Thea. <laughs> What? Who? No, I mean, uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool. I'm going to go to, I'm going to drink this tea and go to bed. Uh-huh. Good night. Do you even know where you're sleeping? Come back. No, where am I sleeping? <laughs> and you see that uh, Leroy has already started rolling out like these like bed mats onto the floor. Um, He's such a dad at a slumber party. <laughs> he's like putting out all the sleeping bags. Like well, we have, <sighs> we have extra pillows. If anybody needs an extra pillow or a blanket. If there we, is a, a shower outside and a bathroom. And he's just kind of like, does anybody us. need, like, does anybody need anything before I retire? Excuse me, Sir Leroy. I, can we just, if we could have a pillow and a blanket just for my brother, he, he doesn't need a big pad, just kind of a fluffy spot to snooze. I can do that. Uh, Thea's just going to look at him and say, I also wanted to apologize for you for bringing conflict into your home. He um, he gives a very soft smile to you, uh, Princess Thea, and he says, there is generally conflict in my home when both my wife and my daughter are home, so. Huh. Huh. Yeah, it feels like the old days. <laughs> and, then he, and then he says you goodnight. He, and, and Delavia, he comes over and he hugs you and he kisses you goodnight. Mm-hmm. Love you, Father. He holds your face in his hand and he says, I love you too. And then he kisses you on the forehead again and he goes to bed. I, I do have a question, but... Oh, yeah. Um, do, does, do they have books in this house? Like, do they have, like, a library or anything? Would they delete them? Um, yeah, but it, I think there's a library. Mm-hmm. Like in the town of a phonotoid 
Or like in the no, in house. There's an office. Yeah. An office. That has like books in it. Yeah. Uh, could I maybe try and go find that library when everyone's asleep? Sure. I mean, I guess. Uh, you're going to take. You're going to take some stuff? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> if the sword oh. makes me. Uh, <laughs> before we'll we leave that. the sword. Before. Before you guys are officially asleep, I, I want to... So, uh, Delalia's father bids you goodnight. And uh, as you were all, I think, preparing for bed, uh, I will say that everyone hears a... <laughs> come from outside the window. Thea will start towards the window and then remember that she's not supposed to and then turn very awkwardly and slowly the opposite direction and walk away. <laughs> she's being so good. She's very respectful, except when people are disrespectful to her friends. And then she's not I very respectful. <laughs> then, she's, then she just gets mouthy. <laughs> Lippy. And, and then you guys hear it again, a little louder. Do I feel like they need to be checked on? It sounds very close. I'll go check on them. Is there a horse out there? Are you, are you opening the window? Yeah, I'm just glancing up. So you glance out the window, Delalia, and you're staring face to face with a dappled rose gold coated pegasi with a flowing mahogany mane and tail. <laughs> what? And I say, Nacria Scale, why are you up here? Nacria Scale. Or is it, wait, is it Nacria Scale? Yes. <laughs> it's definitely Nacria Scale. Oh, yeah. Delalia definitely named it. Uh, and he he nuzzles you with his big, shiny, smooth head. His mane is uh, has been braided in a very practical way, but it is quite long, very long mane. And I, I hug onto him on like on his face and say, "I'm sorry, I didn't come say hello. How are you?" And he nips at yeah. you. He nips at you like a like a you better like yeah you should have come said I hello. I think I'm gonna talk to him. I'm gonna cast speak with animals. Is a Okay, this is a peg- is a pegasi an animal? Pegasus or is, is an it- animal. What did you say? I said I love skeptical DM Emma. You're like, okay, I guess yeah. a pegasus is an animal, not a person. <laughs> Aha! Delilia, you've returned. How are you? Oh, I've been trying to figure out how many doves I can fit inside of a bag. Did you, do you know that the forest is dying? The forest is dying? Hadn't heard that. Well, spread the word. It is. And we're working to resolve it. These are my friends, Thea and Felix. He's talking wait, to the you, horse. Are you talking to, wait, there's a horse? Wait, how is that horse in the window? Oh, how is yeah. that horse up in the top oh, window? Oh, no, the surprise. <laughs> that's, that's, that's this the is surprise? the surprise. Just shh. Don't wake up my parents. Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. But how is that horse in the window? Is that is that horse flying? Why are you up here? <laughs> well, I got into a heated debate with my friend Carl, you know, the terrapin that lives underneath the bridge. And him and I, he was saying that I could not climb up to the top of this hill. And I said, bet your bottom dollar I can. He didn't have any money and dollars don't exist here. But I made it. And I'm proud of myself. Who are your friends? I've missed you. I really... Oh, I just said, this is Felix and this is Thea. They're my friends. 
Tell him I say hi. Um, they say hi. He says hi. Oh. Um, hi back. We're on. We're leaving in the morning. But I did. Yeah, I, I'm glad you're okay. Oh sure, you know we're doing fine around here. We're 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 laying eggs. Yeah. We're hatching eggs. Eating grass and playing magic. magic. <laughs> well, you look great. Thank you. Um, is there anything you need from me before I go? I just want to say hi. Just want to say hello to my friend Delalia. Hi, love you. Look, this is Lauren. <laughs> and Lauren uh, peeks out and sniffs Nacreous Gale's nose, and Nacreous Gale kind of <laughs> snorts, and, and uh, uh, Lauren gets a little freaked out and, and hides back in your doublet, but is still peeking around the corner very mm-hmm. curiously. Yes. Well, it's mighty nice to meet you, Lauren. It's mighty nice to meet Thea and Felix. Mm-hmm. They're a human and a gnome. Can you believe this? You don't say. And they're here in a phonodoid. Oh, maybe I shouldn't be up here then. Am I, am I supposed yeah, to? Yeah, no. <laughs> you were supposed to be, yeah, you were supposed to be hidden, but it is what it is. Oh. I trust the, uh, I'm not worried about it, but my parents would be pissed if they found out. Oh, I know, I know. Mm-hmm. Your mother, she would not nope. be okay. With for, her, for her whole thing, like, she's not really okay with anything. So, what do you do? That's true, that's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let me know if I can do anything, and I'll be around. I mean, we're saving the world um, in the forest after this. So if you need, like, just, you know how to find me. The floor. Cannon. Do you have, like, an apple or, like, one small little cube of sugar? That'd be so hit the spot right now. Uh, yeah, just a second. And I go into the kitchen and I find a root vegetable or an apple or something. Love you. Love you, too. So, Nacreous Gale <laughs> takes the, the vegetable you find from and he chomps it up real good. And he gives you a, a nice little slurp up your nose. um and i and i nestle my my cheek on his soft nose and um feel a little sad and i say goodbye and as he's leaving he said you might want to let him watch this part via come here felix and you guys see as this pegasi who is standing on the porch, essentially. He flaps his wings a couple times and then gets a little bit of a running start and then just leaps into the air and lets his wings spread out to their full width and just like soars up and like flies right over the moon and then just like soars down further, farther away into the tree line and disappears. Will our heroes succeed in their mission of saving the forest and the world? Maybe we'll find out next time on Spellbound. Songs in this episode include Spellbound and Spellbound Part 2 by Vinsfect of Bandcamp.com Garden Music by Kevin McLeod of Incomptech.filmmusic.io Thea's Theme 
by Krista Poyman. All other music by Alexander Nakarada of Serpent Sound Studios. All sound effects from zapsplat.com. Until next time. So, uh, so the per- the surprise was pe- Pegasus? Pegasus. Pegasus. Mm-hmm. Pe- Pegasus? Pegasi? Oh. Yeah, the plural is Pegasi and the singular is Pegasus. And we they exist and they're here. But it's a secret. So if you tell anyone, I will have to kill you. Oh, I came up here to spread my wings. Get it? So I'm a Pegasus. Do you get Delilah? Do you get? Tell him I say fly. I've been trying to learn how to bake cakes, but gosh darn it, if it isn't so hard to take it out the oven with these hooves. <laughs> well, it's mighty. <laughs> what am I, a Danny DeVito character? That's true. That's true. Oh, yeah, do you have like a couple minutes to talk about how I broke up with my girlfriend? No, okay, all right, thanks. Because I'm a horse with wings, damn it. Who are your friends? Swiftwind. Swiftwind. Aha, Delalia, you have returned. No. <laughs> I think it's, I think, uh, yes! <laughs> maybe it's we love it. Delalia. No, <laughs> that is creepy. Please never sexual. do that again. Oh Pretty my sexual God. in nature. In nature. <laughs> it was before that. Delalia. Oh, yeah. Delalia. <laughs> I have returned.